Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Monday to you, Golden Eagle fans. Listening across the state of Mississippi on the Super Talk Mississippi Network, it's the Eagle Hour. Great show for you today. Luke Johnson here along with Dalton Stanford from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel, Mississippi. Coach Wendy Hogue will be on a little later in the show and talk about uh, the sweep of her Lady Eagles over UTSA. David Kellum, voice of the Ole Miss Rebels, will join us uh, in our second segment today, uh, getting ready for tomorrow night's baseball game up in Pearl. Uh, but a sweep for baseball, a sweep for softball, and seven first-place finishers uh, over it for track and field at Auburn. A new athletic director. It is a great Monday to be a Golden Eagle. And our first segment, the Eagle Hour, brought to us every Every day by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Dickey's is a proud supporter of Southern Miss Athletics. Enjoy Dickey's fall off the bone ribs, smoked brisket, and other great meats. Smoked every day in house. Dickey's caters any event, large or small. So the next time you have something planned, let Dickey's do the cooking. Visit the home team next to Turtle Creek Mall in Hattiesburg. Dickey's smoked here, loved everywhere. Well, it was a sweep for the Golden Eagles this weekend against Marshall. Golden Eagles improved to 20 and 9 overall, 10 and 2 in conference. Uh, USA and here to talk uh, about it with us as he does every Monday the skipper of the Golden Eagle baseball team head coach Scott Barry coach it is a great Monday especially after a weekend sweep yeah it is uh, Luke uh, well you you know real happy with the way that we played and the outcome of the weekend for us as well as coach Hogue and the track and field and like you said we are announcing a uh, a new athletic director today so it's a special day here at Southern Miss, and uh, you know it's uh, we 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 ready to get on with it, Coach. Before we jump into the weekend, uh, just your comment about about Jeremy McLean coming back to Mississippi. He served the school for three years. Southern Miss fans should be really excited for him to be our new athletic director. Well, uh, yes, they should be. Jeremy's a first of all, he's a very very good person, which means the world to me. And, uh, you know, everybody that, that works here and, and should be for our fan base, but an excellent administrator who leads out front. Uh, you know, he's a Mississippi guy, uh, having, uh, you know, uh, had most of his tenure as both a student athlete and, uh, administrator there at, at Delta State. But, you know, he's, uh, he's somebody that's really familiar with Southern Miss, which we feel like is important at this, at this, uh, point in, in, uh, in our our school and so we're excited about having jeremy and his family back uh, with us to, to lead our athletic department and coach i know a little selfish it's pretty neat your athletic director uh is a former baseball player i know you're excited about that 
Well, I, I am. Obviously, he knows the baseball game, uh, you know, as, you know, you know, having played it for sure and being a very good player, you know, uh, at Delta State. But, you know, I think more importantly, he's uh, he's an administrator who was an athlete, understands the ups and downs and, and what all goes into athletics uh, and, and the job that, that we all have. So, uh, you know, with, with that being said, I think, you know, from an administrator, uh, it's really important that you know that guy is somebody that that understands athletics and uh, just not the business side, but the uh, the, the everything that goes in into it and uh, and how we're trying to develop these young men and, and young women to to once they leave us that they become uh, influential in their communities wherever they settle. Well, Coach, let's get to the sweep. Uh, this weekend against Marshall kind of really had everything uh, baseball-wise. A, a great win Friday night. Uh, Pete Taylor magic on Saturday. And then uh, just an offensive slugfest uh, on, uh, in, in the second game of, of the doubleheader. Um, talk, about, talk about Friday's game. Uh, you, you give Marshall a three spot, and you're kind of you know wondering after uh, Tuesday night against South Alabama. But your Golden Eagles responded, and Walker Powell, after that first inning, settled in and pitched the whale of a game well you know luke our our bullpen is it's been tired you know because our starters at times just aren't taking us deep enough in the game and we're having to get in there too early and uh and really expose those guys early in the series and and we don't need to be you know stevie powers has been out for the uh, prior two starts uh, uh prior to this weekend so you know that's without a starter that has the ability to get you you know through five at least but Walker, you know, it, uh, what he did on Friday after giving up a three spot uh, to settling in and, and pitching a complete game, nine innings on 109 pitches, seven strikeouts, no walks. You know, he gave up six. Uh, he gave up six doubles in that game. You know, six of the ten hits were were extra base hits, and and you know, Luke to pitch out of those situations says a lot about him on that day when uh, we certainly needed him to step it up as a starter and get us deep into the game. And uh, certainly by him giving us that complete game is what helped us win on on Saturday those two games. Uh, game one on Saturday, how important, as you said, you know, Stevie gets back. Uh, how did you uh, rate his, his uh, outing on, on Saturday, first time back in a few weeks? Well, you know, given the fact that uh, he had missed two starts and he just threw a bullpen on Wednesday, we really didn't know what we were going to get other than he felt uh, that physically he felt good, which in turn helped him feel good mentally. Uh, so we, but, but going into that first game on Saturday, you know, certainly we were hoping to get uh, at the best five out of him if we could. If not, then, you know, to, to give us whatever he 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 could to keep that bullpen fresh and you know I thought his outing was really good uh, um, given the fact that he had missed two two starts and hadn't had a lot of work uh, in in between that so you know giving up five hits and two runs and two earned uh, I thought was uh, the key also in that game Mason Strickland followed up with two and a third innings and then Sean Tweedy who has just pitched really really well for us comes in and, uh, and and ends up getting a win on that one as, as we walked him off there in the ninth on Bryant Bowen's uh, base hit. Talk about Bowen, 7-13 for the weekend, Coach. Seven RBIs, six runs, batting 400 now for your Golden Eagles. 
you know, he's just uh, he's uh, a fourth year guy in our program. Three years as a player, he redshirted his first year. But you know, I think uh, one thing about it, Luke, you 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 know this because you played athletics. So the the more time you get and, and you log in from experience helps you prepare uh, better each time there. And that's exactly what's happened with with Bowen. He's performed very well as a young man. He continues to develop. He, I think more than anything, he's just understanding himself and not trying to do too much. Uh, you know, he's, when he's getting his pitches, he's, he's putting good swings on them. They don't always equate to, to hits, as we all know. But what we're trying to do is, is we're trying to, uh, you know, get pitches to hit and hit them. And, and hopefully they're not at people. And, you know, that's exactly what uh, Bryant is, is, is doing. You know, if you look at that game, up to that point, he had not really had anything to show for his at-bats. You know, he popped out a couple of times. Montenegro had struggled that game as well. And there's an old saying, you know, that we use all the time in baseball, and it's that your last at-bat is usually your most important. So if you can forget about those and, and don't look in the rearview mirror on the ones that you've had prior and focus on that one, which is usually that last one at the end of the game, that's the most important. And it did, and it, it proved to be that for both of those guys. Montenegro hits a triple. They intentionally walk the next two guys to get the Bowen and 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 try to get a strikeout or a double play ball to to keep the uh, keep the damage uh, and go into extra innings. But Bowen. Uh, in that last at bat, gets a gets a pitch, gets a fastball right there, and, and puts a good swing on. Coach, I thought it was a uh, every game this weekend. Your team responded well. Whether in game one, it was coming back off the three spot, uh, down two to two to nothing in game two. But the big one for me in game three, Marshall put seven on you in the top of the sixth. Uh, or in top of the yeah top of the six, you respond with four. It was a weekend where your guys were able to demonstrate mental toughness and the ability to respond to difficulty. They played hard, Luke, and that's, you know, that's what we ask them to do. You know, if you play hard, usually things will fall your way. It doesn't guarantee success, but it certainly moves you in that direction better. But, you know, I think in that inning, you know, after, after we gave up, everybody uh, gave up that seventh spot. Everybody obviously was disappointed, frustrated, mad, however you want to look at it, uh, even including myself. But the reality of it was we still had a ball game. To, uh, to try to win, and that gave us four innings, and that was the message. You have four innings. You have a, a Marshall team who has been in that bullpen uh, too much. Uh, they're tired in that bullpen. We just we got to answer back, and we've got to keep exposing and bleed out that, that bullpen, and that's exactly what our guys were, were able to do. So, man, I was so proud in that, in that game three because, you know, you win the first game on Saturday. That, that guarantees you the series win, but you have an opportunity – to sweep a series and you know you certainly don't want to look back from that and go man we should have done more than what we did and our guys weren't satisfied even giving up the seven runs and down seven to five with four innings left to play you know we responded with with five or six i guess six more there after that uh you know four innings to eventually win that 11 to 10 well coach thanks for your time today get after those rebels tomorrow night in pearl Well, that's the plan, Luke, and I appreciate it very much. Yes, sir. Thanks, Coach. That's Head Coach Scott Berry. We'll be back and talk tomorrow tomorrow night's game with David Cullum, voice of the Ole Miss Rebels. More after this on the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. 
want to thank head coach Scott Berry for joining us in that first segment. Second segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Campus Bookmark and CampusBookmark.net. Campus Bookmark carries the biggest selection of Southern Miss merchandise in the entire state of Mississippi, whether it's clothing, household items, car accessories, tailgating supplies, or whatever it is, you can visit them today on Hardy Street, the home team, Campus Bookmark, proud sponsor of the second segment of the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson, Dalton Stanford from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel and getting ready for uh, tomorrow night's baseball game. Anytime we get to play uh, inter- a uh, in-state rival, uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State, uh, love it. And that's what's going to take place tomorrow night up in Pearl at Trustmark Park at 6 p.m. And here, uh, graciously joining us on the Eagle Hour today, always happy to have David Kellum now in his 41st year as the voice of Rebel Baseball. David, how you doing today? Hey, Luke. Man, doing great. How are you doing? Doing good. I was just thinking, uh, how special is it the way these baseball programs have been, all three uh, in, in the state of Mississippi? But when you look at you, John Cox, and Jim Ellis, uh, and, and I say this with all respects, are over 120 years in the booth. How amazing is that? Well, it is amazing. I do want everybody to know I'm the youngest of the three, though. <laughs> I started at a much younger age. No, we're we're good friends, and it is really unique to say the least. And of course, we do other sports too. We all started baseball about the same time, and it's just amazing that that you know we've gone that that long and had that much fun. I think probably the commitment uh, that we have in the state of Mississippi to baseball in general has has kept us loving it and attracted to it and continuing to do it because it's it's difficult when you're doing all three sports. Uh, you get toward the end of the baseball season, it's almost like too much ice cream. You put in a lot of hours and prep and what have you. But uh, we, we've got such great baseball programs in the state of Mississippi and really unique the three of us have, have gone that, that long. I love John. And in the modern era, we even get a chance to hear each other a lot more than we used to. And I, I just respect both of them as being tremendous announcers and uh, very, very unique, that's for sure. Well, two of you guys are going to be in uh, Pearl, Mississippi tomorrow night. Let's talk about this one, uh, David. Uh, Ole Miss uh, ranked uh, in the top 20 in several polls. RPI is way up there. This is an Ole Miss team um, that, that has returned so much experience. Talk about uh, the Rebels. A couple weeks ago, people kind of scratching their heads. You lose a series at Missouri, but then you respond unbelievable at, Ar- or, uh, at Arkansas. And then this last week, put up 40 runs on the Florida Gators. Rebels have really responded the last few weeks. Yeah, Luke, and I think offensively we knew coming in that we've got a lot of key players back and we were going to be really solid there, and we have been. We've been very consistent, pretty much offensive. Of course, this weekend was nuts. The Rebels really swung it good. But uh, when you had Greg Kessinger back, uh, tremendous shortstop, and both of your second baseman back, it's Zabowski back at first, and Kevin Graham's now filling there too, and Keenan and Dillard. And so we felt really good about this team offensively and what it could do defensively for that matter as well. But we lost the starting rotation. And regardless of how good your program is and how deep it is, you still kind of got to sort of figure that out. And Etheridge was was a, a no-brainer and, and has been wonderful in that Friday night slot. And then I think Coach Bianco and the staff tried to figure out the pitching and who's going to emerge because you went into that little bit of a mystery. Well, Doug McCasey has come out and done a wonderful job since moving in the starting rotation on the weekend. So that's helped us too. But it's kind of taken to this point to sort of figure it out. Still got uh, issues trying to figure out Sunday who's going to start. He's going to be the most consistent person there. And then a little bit up and down. They got down eight to nothing in the game, uh, second game on Saturday this weekend, and the uh, doubleheader in the third game of the series. But 
fought back, got some victory there. But uh, I, you feel better about the team now. Anytime you can sweep Florida and sweep them the way we did was impressive. The Gators have got struggles themselves with a very young team, but uh, this is a, this is a team that should be there at the end. We're we're hoping we can keep it going and continue to build momentum. You talk about last week, uh, Southern Miss uh, got blown out by South Alabama on Tuesday. And whatever the Eagles ate for uh, pregame, I think the Rebels ate the same thing because the north part of the state of Alabama got y'all. Man, that was crazy last Tuesday. That was a crazy day. Our league, several teams lost in the league. And, you know, we lose to a North Alabama team who's hitting 214 and struggling. They were locked in that day, swinging the bat. You just walk away going, did that just happen? But it's kind of the nature of the game. And then to bounce back into Sweet Florida this weekend, and USM bounces back, sweeps Marshall, you know, without too much trouble, too. They've got a couple of tight games, but uh, these are two really good baseball teams. And, and the key is if something it's going to happen to you somewhere along the course of the season, you're going to lose a game or two because there's so many that you just kind of wonder, well, what did we do? What happened there? Well, the opponent played pretty doggone good. You didn't get the job done, but it, it's how resilient are you? Are you going to turn around and bounce back and get up off the mat, or are you going to let that loss turn into two or three losses? And Ole Miss and USM did a good job of, of taking care of business on the weekend. Let's talk about these two teams. I remember last year when uh, Southern Miss had got announced they were going to the Fayetteville Regional. There was a collective cheer uh, among the baseball players there in Oxford. <laughs> a lot of respect that these two programs have for each other. And, and I get to play twice. This is game one, and then you guys come down in the uh, first part of May and, and come to Pete Taylor. A lot of respect and been a lot of good games over the years between these two. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I love the most recent way that we're doing it where we don't play at the, the home sites twice. It's kind of a rough travel game, and if you do that every other year, it works out good. And playing in Pearl's been good for both teams. We get a, a good crowd there, and you get to showcase your programs in central uh, Mississippi. A little bit easier trip for USM than it is for us. But uh, And we've also kind of attached the trip to Hattiesburg to the year we go to LSU, so it's going to be kind of a, a, an extended trip. And uh, we've got some Ole Miss fans in the Hattiesburg area that come to the game, and USM supports it tremendously. The atmosphere is really, really cool, and I like the fact that we do play uh, you know, in, in Pearl and at the two home sites. I think it makes a, a huge difference. And uh, I, it's amazing how many uh, times the, the game is really competitive, too, and a really good game. Usually midweek you're trying to hold your pitchers for the weekend, and but it's just inevitably somebody that's got their opportunity to pitch against the opposing team in a, in a big matchup like that emerges. And yeah, I bet if you go back and look, and Scott probably could tell you the same thing with USM, you go back and look and you'll see that guy that you pitched in that game showed you something. All of a sudden, you're using them the rest of the year, you know, on the weekend if you're yeah. desperately looking for somebody. Somebody emerges a lot of times out of that game. Who uh, and, and they may not have announced it yet, and, and don't want to show any cards. Obviously, we haven't. But uh, you know, Southern Miss has been kind of throwing Johnny Holstaff on uh, on these midweek games, like you said, trying to get somebody to emerge. Any idea who Ole Miss might throw tomorrow night? Uh, got word just a little bit ago they're looking at Zach Phillips, who will start. He was on the weekend for a while, left-handed pitcher. Had kind of an up and down year when he's on. He does a pretty good job, but it'll be the same situation. We'll pitch a lot of different folks uh, during the course of the game, but I think Zach Phillips is going to be the guy that will will go first for us. And and I'm not sure about USM at this point, but I'm usually see four or five pitchers or or better from both teams in the game. 
you know, sometimes the fans get frustrated at that, and what they don't realize is these kids got to throw anyway. They got to get their midweek bullpen in. You might as well give them a game, uh, you know, simulation to give them something that that will actually matter and help them down the road. Right, and if you're dealing with um, a two midweek week where you have the two midweek games week where you have five total games, then you really got to protect your weekend staff on the Wednesday game for sure. On the Tuesday game, if you don't have uh, multiple games, then you're going to see a lot of the middle relief folks sometimes that you would see on the weekend, which makes for a, a good game if you get some really good talent. You won't see a starter, but you'll see, uh, you know, middle relief. You'll see the closer too. Uh, if you're if you're only dealing with one game, uh, and so that that kind of lends towards seeing some good arms. Talk about Coach Bianco for a minute and uh, just what he's meant, not just to Ole Miss, but to Mississippi baseball. I, I have great respect for the guy. Uh, he's always shown class and respect towards uh, towards Southern Miss and, and our baseball program, and, and it just means a lot to the to the game of baseball in the state of Mississippi. Well, you know, that's a good good point, Luke, because I think that Mike, through the years in scheduling, and not that he doesn't schedule some folks because of uh, the, the abilities of the, the program you're dealing with, but he has totally shown tremendous respect for for the several coaches that have been at USM, and of course Scott Berry most recently has done just an incredible job, and it's good and healthy for your team to play an excellent program, a program that does things similarly to the way you do it and, you know, recruits hard and, and goes after class players, and we get locked up recruiting a, a lot. And it, it might be where you lean toward, well, you shouldn't play that program because they may beat you. Well, so what? I mean, it's an RPI game, and it, it's good for both schools. And uh, I, I think it's it's really cool that, that he likes playing Southern Mississippi on a regular basis. But, yeah, for our program, he's just been incredible. 19 years, very, very consistent, uh, gets to postseason uh, nearly every year, has, has won some SEC tournaments, got the College World Series only once at this point, but had a couple of opportunities with just one play to get there um, throughout his career, chance to get there again, I'm sure, down the road and possibly this year as well. But he has just done a tremendous job with the Ole Miss program. You've seen it not only – uh, on the field, but you've seen the, the improvement in facilities and uh, fan base. We've become one of the top attended programs in the country uh, as well. But uh, yeah, you, you, I, well, years ago when they said they were going to hire this guy from LSU, I, I kind of looked at that with a crooked eye. But <laughs> <laughs> really glad we it got worked it. Out. it paid off. <laughs> it worked out pretty good. <laughs> Well, David, we appreciate your time, man. It should be a good one tomorrow night in Pearl, and uh, look forward uh, to, to watching that one. Thanks for being on the Eagle Hour today. Thank you, man. We look forward to it. This is David Kellum, voice of the Ole Miss Rebels, uh, getting ready for tomorrow night up in Pearl. Should be a great one between the Eagles and the Ole Miss Rebels. We'll talk to Wendy Hogue, head softball coach, about the sweep this last weekend on the Eagle Hour right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. I want to thank David Kellum from 
University of Mississippi for joining us in that last segment, getting ready for tomorrow night up at Trustmark between Southern Miss and Ole Miss in baseball at 6 p.m. I'll be sure uh, to make plans to head up there. Great atmosphere. Should be a great ball game. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, just under the shadow of the rock. Be sure to go by there and get their plate lunches. Excellent. Philly cheesesteak, shrimp po' boys, and a plethora of Southern Miss memorabilia. Four Street Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of the fourth or the third segment of the Eagle Hour. Well, it wasn't just a sweep that went down, just in baseball, a softball riding now a five-game winning streak swept UTSA at, at home this weekend, 3-0, 8-2, 4-1, complete games by Abby uh, Trahi, and uh, it's just a tremendous uh, performance. And here to talk about it, uh, softball head coach, Wendy Hogue. Coach, uh, you got mic'd up um, last uh, Sunday against Marshall. And since that mic'd up game, your Lady Eagles are 5-0. and I don't know the connection, but a uh, five-game five, five game winning streak is pretty good. Hey, I'll, I'll stick a mic on me every game if that's what's going to happen. So that was that was a lot of fun. I actually forgot I had that microphone on, but to, to go back and, and watch it. I'll, I'll just say this. It's very fortunate that it was a game that, that we played well and that we won probably that, that I was mic'd up, but uh, the girls are playing well, Luke. They're, they're, they're playing well, um, hitting the ball well, uh, manufacturing runs. That's something that early on we really didn't have to do a lot of because we were swinging well. And then you mentioned that uh, pitching is, is, is just uh, doing some really good things for us. We've, we've got four quality, quality pitchers, but Abby Trahan has really, really stepped up uh, um, again today, named Conference USA Pitcher of the Week um, for, for the second time. So uh, when she's on, uh, she, she's tough to beat. We and that's been so far. You've got some excellent pitching from her and Pierce and Springfield and 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 others. Uh, but you're you, what we find ourselves. You're able to the, the offense has been hitting the ball a lot better. Uh, you, you get three runs uh, in game one. You get eight in game two, and then you're able um, in to get four uh, in in game three. But but talk about how big it is uh, to get a sweep. What kind of confidence that gives you going forward. Well, for this team this year, that was that was the first time we swept. Now, first weekend, opening weekend, we won every game we played here, um, and that's the closest that we've come. We've only, you know, um, everything else has been those conference series, and we, and we feel like we've played well. You go back and you watch video, and we're one play away. We just kept doing things to shoot ourselves in the foot. So this, this past week, we... Um, you know, some of the girls came in. We, we, we just did things just a little bit different. Uh, you know, sometimes you shake up the lineup and it, it produces some good things. We just kind of shook up um, how, how we ran practice, how we did video sessions, and, and it paid off. Our goal was to, to win on Saturday instead of waiting on Sunday. We felt like, um, you know, on Saturday we, we, we were playing good ball, but then we turned around on Sunday we had won every Sunday game that we played, and they said they felt super confident that they could they could hit whatever pitcher was you know that that we were facing because they had swung well on Saturday. The difference was we wouldn't come away with W's on Saturday, so we just changed up a couple things in practice this past week. And uh, so to get the to win the series on Saturday, and then we knew they were already confident that they could play well on Sunday. So that sweep, I think, you know, we've been man, I've been we've been working so hard to just figure out what it's going to take to get over the hump. I hope that's it. I, I know there's a, there's there's the season is 
uh, quickly coming to the end, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot more ball games to play. So we we just got to keep it going. If we have figured it out, we, we've just got to continue to to grind and and do the things we did this weekend. But a sweep felt great, especially at home in front of our fans. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to believe, Coach. Thirty, you're already thirty eight games in, and only three really conference uh, series left. Uh, it, it's the grind part of the season. How do you just keep them fresh uh, when when every game matters from from now to the end of the season? Well, we're we're holding on. To, last week it worked out that we did not have a um, well. The week before last, we didn't have a midweek. So that was kind of a a break uh, in there that that was really a time we needed to catch our breath. This past week, we had, uh, you know, some rainy days and rainy days that you, you can get things accomplished, but it wasn't a very, it was, it was more mentally taxing than it was physical. So, and then we were able to go to South L on Wednesday, played super well there. So I think that midweek really helped us. Uh, and, and then come back Thursday, um, you know, a lot more hitting and video couldn't really get on the field. And then, um, I, I just think having to stay focused through all the rain last week, and then, you know, this past weekend, I don't know if you guys know, everybody and uh, every sport had to make adjustments based on the weather coming in. I just think being in the, the position that we had to do that through the week as well. And so I think their mindset was was ready to, to, to get after it and, and just perform no matter what the situation was. Um, this week, um, you know, UAB, we got a midweek tomorrow and we got UAB the weekend. And then we've got Easter coming up. So I, I think as far as the grind goes, we got to grind it out this week, and we got to get through two really tough midweeks next week in Nichols and McNeese. And then I think they're going to be able to catch their breath. Bodies are going to be able to recoup just a little bit over Easter. And then you've got those final two series that, that are going to be crucial for us. You look at uh, where you never take anything for granted, Coach. But you got an opportunity. Uh, UAB and FIU are, uh, are are some teams that are in the lower tiers. But then it shapes up. Louisiana Tech's probably the best team uh, in Conference USA right now. So if you take care of business, some really good things could happen in the next three weeks. Oh, you you hit the nail on the head. You're right. UAB is that team that if you look at offensive numbers in conference, UAB and Tech, uh, they have the best. Um, uh, UAB has, you know, they've got a new coach uh, this year, Jimmy Colitis, who is a phenomenal softball coach. But I think anytime you make that change, there are some things that you have to work through. Um, the thing about UAB this past weekend, you know, they won. They didn't have to play their last game. They got rained out. It was crossover conference, so they only played two games. So they split those games. So even though they started off with a rough conference record, I think every game they play, I think they're getting better. Uh, as are we. So I, I think you said it right. Well, we got to take care of business this weekend. Uh, FAU, I mean, FIU, I'm sorry, won their first two conference games this, this past weekend. The thing about Conference USA softball, Luke, no, no one gives up. Everybody continues to get better and better and better throughout the season. And uh, that's, we've, we've just got to keep stepping our game up every time we play. But uh, even though they are two teams in the, in the lower um as far as record-wise in Conference USA, I think they're going to be quality teams. And, and La Tech, you know, that, that's our rival. Um, you know, I think a lot of people try to make it UAB, but it is definitely La Tech when it comes to softball. So that being the last weekend, senior weekend, that uh, couldn't be a more timely uh, weekend to play La Tech. But we got three, three tough ones coming up, and uh, we just need to continue to play well. How special was it this weekend, the 20-year reunion of the College World Series team, to have uh, several of those ladies back, and, and the fact they got to watch the sweep there, too. That was really neat. 
it was exciting to hear their comments about the game and, and to hear them talk about, uh, you know, the good things that they saw and have such positive comments about, about our team, this 2019 team. And uh, just for them to kind of get acquainted with each other, that, that 99-2000, those World Series teams, that, that's just unprecedented. You know, that, those things, you start a program or, or you bring a program back to life and then you go uh, college World Series two years in a row. And to just hear the stories, and, and I told them, I said, hey, I think some of your greatness may have dripped off on us this, this weekend. You guys, come on back next weekend and all. And it was, it was just a fun atmosphere. They were very laid back. They they enjoyed their time there. They didn't care that we had time changes. They were there. Uh, it was fun to, to watch them walk through the locker room and see the facility. They didn't have a field, you know, when, when, when they were here. And, uh, and to see some memorabilia from their very successful years, I think they were they were honored that we, we do remember them and we, and we do continue to talk about them. But that was, that was exciting to have them there and to be a part of that this weekend. Talk about your seniors, um, and, and you talked about getting over the hump, you know, getting over the hurdle, and, and basically, you know, um, you want to solidify a, a, a place in that tournament. You want to go far in that tournament. How have your seniors helped uh, propel this team uh, to, a, to a better season this year? Well, they've been uh, – they're, they're, they're so valuable to our team. They're, they're uh, just big-time puzzle pieces. Uh, Chase Nelson, Sarah Van Schaik, and, and Samantha Powell. Uh, not only have they, you know, started and, and played every game for us, but their leadership is just invaluable. It, it's just so, so important to have seniors who are who are bought in and who are uh, team. Even when when those three and, and there were times throughout the year, uh, I think, gosh, I think now Nelson's leading us and Shike led us for a while. It's pal early in the season. Um, it's, it's but even when they you know, what, what the outside would call struggling. Even when they're struggling, they continue to lead. They continue to set the example. They come early. Look, they stay late. They, um, they encourage their teammates. Chase Nelson is the, uh, um, you know, she's been appointed the mom of the team. All, all the freshmen and, and all the newcomers just really look, look to her for, for advice. And, um, you know, those three are doing such a great job for us, such a great job. And um, this year, the success is certainly uh, all these newcomers are, are great. Uh, like I said, all the pitching, the defense, the swinging the bats, those three seniors are, uh, are definitely a key to our success so far this season. Well, Coach, uh, congrats on the sweep. Uh, your Lady uh, Eagles take on Mississippi Valley State at 6 p.m. on Wednesday. Good luck there, and, and let's uh, get some more wins against UAB this weekend. Thanks for being on the Eagle Hour. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. That's head coach Wendy Hogue of Southern Miss Softball. Dalton and I will wrap up the Eagle Hour right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Carter's Jewelry, located on Evelyn Gandy Boulevard in Petal, Mississippi. Carter's carries beautiful jewelry for every price range and now offers SMTTT, Southern Miss to the Top Jewelry. From watches to diamonds and custom-made jewelry, too, Carter's Jewelry is a must-stop for every Golden 
Eagle. Carter's Jewelry, proud sponsor of the fourth segment of the Eagle Hour. I want to thank head coach Wendy Hoag, Southern Miss Softball, as they swept UTSA uh, this past weekend. Golden Eagles now move into a uh, second place in the West, 8-7 and seven in conference, 22-16 and 16 overall. And again, they take on Mississippi Valley State Wednesday night in Hattiesburg at 6 p.m. and getting ready for uh, that conference uh, series against UAB on the road uh, this weekend. Speaking of the road, Track and field were on the road road at Auburn, and man, they did really well. Seven first-place finishes for Southern Miss track and field at Auburn. Men with five first-place finishes, women with two first-place uh, finishes. On the men's side, McKinley West, uh, the fastest man alive, uh, or the fastest man in Conference USA. First-place finish in the 100 meters. Uh, McKinley West, first-place finish in the 200 meters. Trey Johnson finished uh, first in the 400 meters. Caleb Parker uh, finished first in the 110-meter hurdles. Uh, just an excellent play, just an excellent job. Eric Richards first, uh, first place in the high jump and, uh, just a, a great job by Coach Stewart and Coach Ellis. So congratulations uh, to track and field. Men's golf on the road up in Nashville at the Ryman Hospitality Intercollegiate. Golden Eagles today tied for sixth place, uh, right now out of, uh, I think it was about the, 14 teams that are there shot two over. Uh, they're still playing. It was a 36 consecutive holes. Eat your heart out, golfers. 36 consecutive holes and then another 18 tomorrow. So wish the Golden Eagles uh, just the, the best of swings and I hope they shoot really low. Uh, as you heard last segment, Coach Hogue mentioned that uh, junior pitcher Abby Traha was tabbed the Conference USA Pitcher of the Week for the second time. Uh, a great performance in two games, only gave up one run, 16 strikeouts in, in that uh, sweep over UTSA. Southern Miss Baseball uh, now up to 38th overall in RPI. And in case you were wondering where some of the other teams are in Conference USA, USA. Three teams now in the top 100. Actually, three teams in, tie, in, in the top 70. Southern Miss at 38. Louisiana Tech at 42. FAU at 66. Rice at 125. UAB at 160. Old Dominion at 162. UTSA at 164. And FIU um, at 172. Middle Tennessee and Marshall, 184, 185, and Charlotte at 192. Everyone else, uh, I guess Western Kentucky, the only team below 200. But Golden Eagles uh, back in in the top uh, 40, and they take on Ole Miss tomorrow night. Rebels are 24th in RPI, but uh, Golden Eagles, if they were able to win that one tomorrow night, uh, that would really help their, their RPI value. In case you were wondering what happened this weekend, in Conference USA, Louisiana Tech in baseball sweeps UTSA. FAU sweeps Charlotte. Uh, Middle Tennessee sweeps Western Kentucky. FIU takes two games from Rice and wins that series. Old Dominion does the same, two games to one and a series win over UAB. And, of course, the Golden Eagles sweep Marshall. So Conference USA updated baseball standings. Florida Atlantic in first place, 11-1, 23-9 overall. Southern Miss in second place by themselves at 10-2. La Tech at 8-4 in third place. Western Kentucky 7-4 in that Sunday tie that they got a couple of weeks ago. Middle Tennessee 7 and 5 and then the bottom half rounds out. Marshall at 6 and 6. Rice at 5 and 7, UTSA at 5 and 7, FIU at 4 and 8, Charlotte 3 8 and 1, Old Dominion 3 and 9 and UAB 2 and 10. So, uh 
Big, big game for the Golden Eagles, and really from here on out, Southern Miss uh, just needs to keep winning series, and, and uh, it's all going to really come down, I think, late in the season with that, that series against FAU. All right, today at 5.30 p.m. at the Trent Lott Center in Hattiesburg on campus at Southern Miss, brand-new athletic director Jeremy McLean will be introduced. Dr. Rodney Bennett sent in an email out encouraging Golden Eagle fans to come and welcome Jeremy and his family. Uh, to our Southern Miss family, of course, McLean coming back after having served three years from 2013 to 2015 as the Deputy Athletic Director. Now is our new Athletic Director coming over from Troy University uh, where they have done uh, really uh, a lot in, 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 in building expansion and uh, fundraising. And, uh, and I'm telling you, uh, this is uh, this is one of the best things, uh, best possible scenarios in our AD search uh, for Jeremy McLean to be coming back home. Delta State guy, you heard me talk uh, to Coach Barry about him. He was an All-American baseball player at Delta State and uh, then actually played professional baseball for uh, for five years. I think it's so important, so cool that we have a, a an athlete who is our athletic director, somebody that not only played it collegially, but uh, played it professionally as well. So that's going down today. Come out to the Trent Lott Center in Hattiesburg and meet new athletic director Jeremy McLean and his family as we welcome them back to the Southern Miss family. Great show. I want to again thank head coach Scott Berry, David Cullum, and head coach Wendy Hogue. Should be a good another good show tomorrow, and maybe this rain will hold off, and you'll have a wonderful Monday afternoon. Thanks for listening to us today, and hope the rest of your Monday is great. Same time tomorrow, and as always, Southern Miss to the top. Slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.